0: Welcome to the All Your Decisions podcast. If you are looking for a personal development podcast that is unfiltered and authentic, you've come to the right place. Each week, we bring you the best ways to make better decisions in every aspect of your life. Get ready for an up-close and personal conversation with your hosts, where they will discuss how to lead a better life through better decisions. And now, here are your hosts... Pete and CK.
1: Hi everyone, this is Pete again. So we're just a few days from the month of June and it is time for me to do a yearly mid-year review. Of course, there are many areas that we should review. Example, my main areas of review will be relationships, health, wealth, learning. And stealing a phrase from Tony Robbins, I would like to... start by saying, I'm not your guru. I don't proclaim to be an expert in anything. I'm always learning to be better. So in the spirit of learning, I just want to share some of my thoughts on the Wealth aspect with you. It is, after all, what I teach and practice, and I hope on your own review, it'll be very useful for you. Now, the main idea of review this year is to be anti-fragile. It is something that I've learned uh, for a few years from Nassim Taleb the famous trader turned professor and the idea is that you know you start from the state of you're being a very fragile investor and if you're better you are a resilient investor and if you're even better than that actually you are even better than resilient you are anti-fragile now the key distinction is that resilient means you will survive the downturn and not be destroyed by it while anti-fragile means you not only survive the downturn but you come out even stronger because of the downturn. So how do we be anti-fragile when investing? I'm still searching for answers here, but I have two proposals. Please let me know if you have other ideas. First, we invest in different asset classes. During the downturn in 2008 and 2020, my stock portfolio fell in tandem with the market. Although the portfolio did survive both crises and turn out much better a year later, It is still gut-wrenching when I saw the downturn, and on reflection, I realized having
0: other assets such as a
1: private business and real estates made me anti-fragile when investing. Now, how does this work? Basically, in 2020, it was one of the best years for real estate in Singapore, even when my stock portfolio was bleeding. And the best thing is that I could take out term loans on these properties during those times, uh, which includes selling my own house as well. So I could take advantage of the stock market opportunities and therefore investing in different asset class provided that stability during the crisis and also additional funds for me to invest. Now that brings me to the second point is that beyond different asset classes, it is important for you to be prudent in your personal finances. Now if you look at my portfolio, you might think I like to live on the edge because I like to invest in growth companies which can be viewed as high risk. However, if you look at my personal finances, you might think I'm the most conservative investor out there, the direct opposite of each other. Now, this is an idea that I learned from another great investor, Brian Feroldi, who writes for The Motley Fool. Now, I can't find the exact phrase, so I'll paraphrase it. Being prudent in my personal finance allows me to take risks in my investment. Sorry, Brian here. I the original phrase was way more elegant but the core tenant is this investing is often risky because you can hardly predict the short-term outcome and you will only be rewarded if you stay invested long enough to see a growth company matures just like how an online small bookstore eventually grew into the giant of amazon this means in between buying and selling it for a massive payday, you will need to see through lots of ups and downs and not needing to sell the investment prematurely. So having a prudent and strong personal finance allows you the ability to ride through the wave and stay invested. During the early 2021 this year, I heard so many investors uh, getting burned by investing. Although some of those companies that they invest in are great in my opinion and I think they will be fine just holding on, Those investors never have the opportunity to see the fruits of their investment. Why? Because they had to sell the investment. Common responses I heard were, I'm selling this, this is my life savings, I can't afford to lose it, or this investment needs to work for me soon, I need the money soon or else I will need to sell it. So having a prudent and strong personal finance means you can continue to live your life no matter how your investment performs in the short term. And here I'm referring to next one to five years as short term, not the next few months. And your own finances will have no bearing on your investment decision. You will not be forced to sell any investment because you need to quote unquote put food on the table. In fact, to go a step further, a strong personal finance means you should have surplus for rainy days and even savings to take advantage of market crisis like this. Because it is during such times you should be adding more to your investments and not selling them. This brings me to the topic of diversification because recently a student told me that his bankers diversified his portfolio into 50 different companies so it will be very safe and it can withstand the downturn. Now, portfolio diversification is often talked about as the magic pill. You know, buy different companies, 50 different companies and you'll be fine. However, when 2008 and 2020 happened, Investors realise there's no diversification that will protect you. Why doesn't diversification work? In a short answer, the market is connected. When there's liquidity crisis such as 2008 and 2020, when big funds are pulling money out of the market, every stock gets infected. So even if you diversify into 50 different stocks, your portfolio will still see a drawdown. In fact, The S&P 500 had a drawdown of 37% last year, and that is a fund that is diversified into 500 different companies. So much for safety in diversification. So what's the right way to diversify? For me, it's not about diversifying, but it's about investing correctly. It is about investing in asset classes that are not correlated. They are not all listed in one stock market. It is about investing in not just the stock market, also investing well in your personal finance live way within your means. And if you do this correctly, you might just become an anti-fragile investor. So before I end, just a word on Bitcoin. You might be wondering, how does Bitcoin fit into all of this? Firstly, I have a strong conviction that Bitcoin will eventually work and be widely accepted. However, it is also a form of investing for me because think about two separate but totally possible scenarios. In Scenario 1, if the fiat currency fails, Bitcoin will go to the moon as everyone seeks safety and pull out their funds from dollars and put it into something else However, if the fiat currency survives, Bitcoin will go to zero However, my stock portfolio which contains real productive companies will go to the moon as inflation continues So in either case, hits or tails, you win So I hope this is useful for you guys. Do you do your mid-year review as well? Let me know in the comments. If you like this, do subscribe. Press like button. And I'll see you next time.
0: you have been listening to all your decisions we hope you enjoyed the conversation to access our best resources go to the all your decisions group on facebook this show is for entertainment purposes only before making any decisions consult a professional